Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. My dad goes, well, she is the boss. So that's how I was raised. Like your mom's the boss. And now I've learned that that's not the right dynamic to have in a relationship. And and that's a recipe for disaster. And my parents are miserable. You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Come On, Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. I say this every week. Drop a comment. Any comment will do. Your favorite emoji, all that kind of stuff helps boost us in the algorithm. If you guys are watching during the premiere, sound off during the live chat. Sometimes I'm in there on Mondays while I'm editing videos and stuff like that. This obviously isn't live, but I participate in the live chat on Mondays usually you know, at least for a few minutes <laughs> while I'm working on stuff. But uh, and hell, sometimes during the whole episode. So if it depends on really how engaging people are, you know, because a lot of people know that Monday's episodes are pre-recorded, so they're not really sounding off in the live too much. They sound off a lot uh, during the live, a lot during the actual live episodes, though. So I don't know. I don't know what the difference is on YouTube. You know, I mean, the, the experience is the same. You know, if you're watching a premiere and then interacting with people during the live chat, it's literally the same, but whatever. Uh, follow me on social media. The links are in the description. I'm uh, I'm on all the good platforms. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I will send you some free stickers. And if you like these designs, they're available on merch as well. You know, I've got hats, t-shirts, hoodies, b- backpacks. I've got Rule Zero stuff. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff that's available at merch.comeonmanpod.com that supports the show quite a bit. Plus you get something, you know, in return, check out the practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. And, uh, that's a mindset course. Okay. If you've ever seen the movie, the secret, it's a lot like that, except for I break this down into just the psychological explanation, right? I take out all the spirituality. I take out all of the quantum theory, and just break it down into a mindset course that's very simple, very actionable, and you'll get results really quickly with this. And, you know, once you get your mind right, everything else tends to fall into place, right? So check that out. And then finally, get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. You can join for as little as $10. And what I'm doing now for all Patreon members is I'm trying to organize a monthly happy hour hangout. So just you know, a group of guys, a group of like-minded guys, chance for us all to get together and just talk about guy stuff, you know, without interference from women, without having to worry about offending anybody. We can talk about whatever's on our mind, right? doesn't have to be women. can talk about cars, movies, whatever. Just get off, get something off your chest, okay? If you want to bitch about your coworkers, whatever. Uh, if you guys have a problem you, you want to bring to the group, that's a great way to do it too because a lot of guys... They, they 
man, they, they're in a relationship and they have no friends outside the relationship. And so they, they dump all their crap on their woman. Their woman loses attraction over time and then she leaves them, right? You can see this happen over and over and over again. Guys really do need a good circle of male friends that they can hang out with, right? And some people are like, 10 bucks to make friends? Bleh. Think of it like the cover charge to your favorite club, okay? It's just, you know, I'm facilitating this. So 10 bucks isn't a lot to ask for for that. And then hang out with like-minded dudes, man. Get your mind right. Uh, speaking of like-minded dudes, returning to the podcast this week is 3% brother Jacob. Uh, if you guys remember, Jacob was on a couple of months ago. He's the inventor of Batman game. Uh, that episode was very popular. So I brought him back on. He wanted to, he's, he's like, Hey man, when, when can we do another podcast episode? I was like, whatever you want, you know, you're welcome back anytime. What do you want to talk about? He's like, whatever you want to talk about. I was like, I'll think of something, brother. I'll think of something. So this was like one of the, my first experience with this. Like, so we recorded this a while ago. By now I've done a few episodes like this, but um, this is one of the first things I did. I went to AI. I asked AI, what are the top 20 concepts from Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man? And it spit out 20 of these. And so I was like, let's talk about these. Let's, let's see if AI is accurate. So I brought Brother Jacob on. We make it through the first 10 of these today because, and it takes up a lot of time. So we ended up splitting this into two parts. Uh, he's going to be on next week for part two. So if you like this episode if, and you haven't yet, subscribe now and tune into next week. We'll get through all 20 of these. But AI is pretty spot on accurate. And I think you're going to like this conversation. I will bring you that right after these words. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are you tired of holding back your thoughts and opinions? Ready to let loose with like-minded men? Introducing the ultimate monthly video-based happy hour for men. Join us for an exclusive unfiltered experience where you can talk about women, cars, movies, and anything else on your mind. Best of all, it's not recorded and there's no censorship. You can freely speak your mind without any worries. All you have to do is join my Patreon at tier number one and you'll gain access to this one-of-a-kind gathering. Visit patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. That's patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. Or click the link in the description. It's like the good old days when men would get together and talk about man stuff without being bothered by women. Sometimes guys just need a good group of men to hang out with. It's good for our mental health. Don't miss out on the camaraderie and conversation. Join us today and let your voice be heard. Visit my Patreon page and sign up now. Cheers to freedom of speech and great company. All right, returning to the podcast is Batman himself. It's Brother Jacob. What's going on, man? Good afternoon, Paul. It's good to see you again, brother. Everything, can't complain. Everything, everything's beautiful. Dude, one of the clips from the last time you were on the podcast <laughs> has over 800,000 views on TikTok. It's insane. And uh, also, it, it got a lot of really good, I got a lot of really good feedback from that episode. Did, yes. Did, did you know that episode was going to be so popular? 
You know what? I I I I feel, or or I'm proud to say that 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 thanks to you, I'm trending. Which is huge. That that has never happened to me. Hashtag I, Batman no. game. Yeah, hashtag. <laughs> no, and to be and to be and to be honest with you, no, I I I, I was not expecting. I'm I'm very flattered, and you know it, it would not have been possible without you, sir. So, you know, you're you're the man. You're the man with the plan. You know, it's funny about that 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 clip too, because it was excellent <laughs> excellent advice that you're giving in that clip and stuff like that. And you're and I think what you're talking about is basically like uh, you you tell a chick like, hey, I'm available now. And if they flake on you, you're just like, hey, you lost an opportunity, basically. And, dude, there was uh, mixed reviews in that. Like, some people were like, yeah, hell yeah, like, screw those bitches, right? And then there's other guys <laughs> There's other guys that are like, he's being a baby. And so it was like, <laughs> like just, just, but you know what? Whatever. It got, it got engagement, and it, it totally blew up. It's awesome. I love, I love the fact that you were, not only did you, it, you made me trend. But you also came to my defense, and I love you because of that. Because I, I saw when people are kind of shitting on like the comments, and it's fine. I, yeah. You know what? I don't. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. That's that's okay. I I respect their bad choices and their bad comments. That's okay. But the fact that you're like always there, like just kind of like back me up. You know, I I appreciate that, man. Thank you. You, you know, I, I'm I'm so used to the hate online, dude. I get so much. I get so much hate, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's that it's, it's, right, yeah. it's it's almost better to. Uh, it's it's funny too because I've I've talked to female content creators and female content mm -hmm. creators really take that kind of stuff personally. Like they really like it, they get up in their feelings about some of the negative comments. And I've had them go, well, how do you deal with that? Like, I just don't take it seriously, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have, you have, you have these these keyboard warriors, and you know, they're they're out there, you know, behind a computer screen, and you know, they might be frustrated, and they're voicing an opinion, which is valid. And you know, you're 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 the living testament that it's just it's just a comment. You should you shouldn't take it further than that and actually i thank them for actually you know tuning in and making me trend i appreciate that so yeah it's all right yeah comments helping the algorithm i i, I try to egg those guys on right like if they if they say something <laughs> if they say something like negative i just ask a uh -huh. like a clarifying question i'm like really you think so? <laughs> you know saw like that. i saw that i saw that because because then, then like you know it, sometimes they'll they, they won't realize what i'm doing and they'll come back and comment more well guess what buddy that's another view. <laughs> you know what? You are you are now my manager and my representative. Any type of question, please direct him to Mr. Paul Bauer on my behalf. Thank you. Yeah, I'll forward it along. So, <laughs> so, so I was um, I was trying to think of something for us to talk about today, and I decided to be lazy, and I asked AI to give me the top 20 concepts from Corey Wayne's how to be a 3% man book. Mm -hmm. And I thought we should go through each of these and see, uh, it, like we'll go like one by one and, and see if one AI is accurate and two, mm -hmm. just get each other's viewpoints on each of these topics. Beautiful. Absolutely. Sound good? All right. Absolutely. How, like, and I know you answered this in the last episode, but how many yeah. times have you read the book now? Do you, have you lost count or I've I mean I've I uh since last time we spoke, uh I picked it up again, man. And I just finished reading it about a week and a half ago. So I'm probably on my twenty something read. Perfect. Just, just because just because after speaking to you, I was like, you know what, dude, it's 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 good to go back and just brush off and just see and just see what we learn. And it's and and you know what's funny? 
you know, like when you watch the same movie on repeat, it gets annoying. You're like, okay, yeah. I know what's going to happen. It doesn't happen with books. Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't happen with this book, at least. So, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a valuable tool in the arsenal. I suggest that everybody read it. And once you're done reading it, read it again. And when you're done again, go ahead and read it one more time. Because it's just going to sharpen you like a blade. It's going to prepare you for different situations that will come up. So, yeah. Yeah. One thing that, um, so I have a, I have a, a client on Patreon and he, mm-hmm. he's read the book, I think like a two or three times now, but before, mm-hmm. before he, he would read the book and just sort of take mental notes. But this was before he hired me as a coach and before he started talking to girls and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he was just sort of taking mental notes and he just read the book again after a series of, talking to chicks and setting up dates and stuff. And he's like, dude, it makes so much more sense now that I'm actually here practicing. I'm like, that's the idea. Like you, 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 you can't just like read it 10 to 15 times and then talk to girls. Like you have to read it, go talk to girls, then read it again. Then you go, Oh, this section here makes so much more sense because X, Y, and Z happened. You know, it's like, it's, it's a whole process of, Mm-hmm. Uh, doing that, learning everything about it, and then also having it become a part of your personality, you know? That's, I mean, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. When you, the, the beauty about, about books is that it's, it's there for you to read. It's there for you to adopt that lesson that's being taught and for you to go back and revisit it as many times possible. What's the difference from from this book to, for example, you know, a calculus book or a chemistry book? You know, they're teaching you techniques. They're teaching you techniques that are going to be value, that they're going to be of value to, not only in your romantic life, but also in your personal and professional life. These are some of the techniques that I actually employ on my day-to-day mm-hmm. with human interactions, things of this nature. Uh, another great book that I know you've talked about and, you know, that people should definitely pick up uh, is Dale Carnegie's How to you know, win friends and influence people. Yeah. 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 It's just, and it's, and it's basic human psychology, but yeah, no, absolutely. Go, go back. You have to read and then you got to practice the stuff mm-hmm. you have to do. You do your homework and then you take the test. And if you fail and you screw up on the test, that's okay. What do we do? We go back and we see the questions that we got wrong. Say we're approaching a woman. Maybe we came off a little too strong. Maybe we didn't close right. Maybe we didn't make a definite date. We go back and then we reassess the situation. What did I do? How did I present myself? So next time when we retake the test, we already know what we got wrong and we can improve on those points. So yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. It's like uh, you said. It's like like a calculus. You know, in in school, you don't just mm-hmm. read the book. Right. Like you read the book and your teacher gives you assignments to practice from the book and then you go back and review it. And so mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's the same thing with any anything in in in, uh, in the world, like in any book out there that you find value in that you want to become a master of. You've got to read it multiple times because that's the mm-hmm. only way you're going to retain it. It's just, it's just how it is. You, do you know who uh, do you know who Troy Francis is? No. Who is Troy Francis? Troy Francis is widely known as like probably the number one pickup artist in the business, right? He's uh he's a real life James Bond. He's he's a panel member of Rule Zero. 
good dude. In fact, his episode, uh, I just interviewed him for the first time ever, right? I just interviewed him. And so his episode drops the week before this one. Uh, but the funny thing is, is like, so, so we're all in a group chat on, in, on the Rule Zero crew. And uh, the conversation came up about Corey Wayne, right? And uh, two of the guys, two of the guys on the panel are Corey Wayne guys, right? Me and Jack Napier <laughs> are Corey Wayne guys, <laughs> right? right? Jack right, Napier right. is a three percent brother. Don't don't you uh, don't you forget it? And uh -huh. so, so I comment. I I, I dropped something uh, for Jack mainly in the group, right? And I, and I think it was a. Uh, in the in the three percent brotherhood someone posted a picture of Corey wayne's girlfriend right the uh the british girl from the book that's right yes that's right that's and right she's, I did she's a hottie her. right so if you guys want she's Corey's receipts he put it out there and uh so anyway i dropped it in the group and i was like i was like hey jack dude finally uh cory's posting his receipts you know and i was just kind of joking and uh of course, all the Rule Zero guys piled in because a, a lot of the Rule Zero guys like and, and it's no secret but a lot of the Rule Zero guys don't like Corey wayne and uh, <laughs> Troy goes, Troy says, uh, he's like, dude, he goes, I have the, I have some guys that like have read Corey's book and then like they'll, they'll, they'll come to me for, for coaching. He's like, and they'll be like, yeah, I've read his book 30 times. And uh, he's like, why are you reading the book 30 times? Like, don't you have a wife? And, uh, and I just, I chuckled, I chuckled at it. Right. Uh -huh. And so, so on the episode with, with Troy, I was like, I was like, incidentally, Troy, I've read it 21 times. <laughs> Like it's it's a good thing to it's a good thing to do. Like it, some of people course. don't understand it until they've done it, and then it makes sense. Of That's course, all of course. What's 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 a little crazy, and you know, I I just finished um, I just finished reading uh, Roll of Tomasi's The Player's Handbook, second time, second time, phenomenal book, phenomenal oh, outstanding book. book. Yeah. What's what what I don't understand, and you know, and this is, and we need to ban like brothers. We need to ban like brothers. I know that, you know, there's different people in the manosphere that have different techniques that pay off dividends. Yep. CW, Coach Wayne, has got other techniques that also pay off significant dividends. Yeah. Why can't we just why can't we just love each other and meet and meet in the middle and and and, and understand that hey maybe maybe there's something to learn from both sides, right? Dude, dude, that's that was something I I learned on my journey, right? Because I'm a Corey Wayne guy. Um, mm -hmm. it, like if if you're gonna put a labels on anything, like I'm kind of a Corey Wayne guy. I'm also a Dr. Robert Glover guy. I'm also of course you know uh, uh, Christopher Campbell guy. But um, mm -hmm. but you know I I would say I'm a Corey Wayne guy, and. And the thing is, one thing that I've learned by talking to other dating coaches and other guys in the space is there's more than one way to to skin a cat. And whatever works for you is is what you should go with, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I've yeah. I've I've and, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. I've I've Frankenstein my approach. You yeah, know, as you, you should. You will you will see you will see atomic attraction. You will see the foundation is three percent man. I will tell you that. The foundation, if you drill into my core, you'll you will find three percent man. The book, mm -hmm. literally deep, deep within my core. Uh then it's layered with uh atomic attraction. Mm -hmm. Uh it's layered with uh, you know, the way of the rational male. It's it's tethered with yeah, excuse me. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, it's it's tethered with, uh, you know, the player's handbook. It's it's mm -hmm. it's tethered with um, I, I was reading the classic volumes of stoicism 
of Plato, um, of, of, of Aristotle, you know, things of this nature. And on top of that, you know, I am, I'm a huge follower. Of course, you know me, I like, I like to stay in the shadows and kind of, you know, keep, keep, keep a distance. From yeah. yeah. Just from the <laughs> distance. And I've learned, and I've learned so many beautiful things, you know, people, you, you were my inspiration to read Rolo Tomasi. You were my inspiration. You were the one. I remember you. You started posting your maxims, which were fantastic. They're phenomenal. And I remember I'm like, let's give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. And it's and it's it, it, and it's a must read. It's a must read. So. I, I I think uh, and I was this way too. Right when I first got into like the three percent man group. Man, we're going off on a tangent here, uh, but that's okay. Uh, when I first got into three percent man group, there was like you know we didn't have such strict uh, you know, rules as, as to like who could join and who couldn't like you could, anybody could join. And so we would get all these like black pill, like MGTOW douchebags in there that were claiming to be like Rolo guys. And they were just, they would just come in there and, you know, they would drop a bunch of stuff and just talk shit about women. And like women are, you know, women are bitches and all this stuff. Right. And so I had a negative and I think a lot of people, do this right they have a, a negative viewpoint on what red pill is they have a negative viewpoint on rollo's work and it's all because of like the telephone game right it's all you're hearing you know five you know dudes down the line's interpretation of rollo's work but then when you actually read rollo's work you're like oh it's... that's what he meant by that it's not the same you talk to the man himself dude rollo is like as down to earth as they come totally mm. cool dude does not hate women at all no know? no no he, dude's married been married uh 26 years now mm -hmm. you know he's got a daughter he's got a daughter if i'm not mistaken yeah. yeah he's got a daughter you know he's not like anti-woman per se you know and mm -hmm. and that and that's where you know it just gets misinterpreted and so if you when you like actually get down into it you talk to the guys who like you know laid the foundation for all of this you find out that red pill is not what you think it is. <laughs> You're you, and 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 with that being said, you know, as soon as you start labeling people, you know, you have the blue pill, you have the black pill, you have the red pill, the manosphere. It's it's almost those titles have created a stigma, and they're like, oh, you're one of those guys, and people just think that we're just like some like woman hating clan of men that are trying to take over the world through oppression and through trickery and deception but it's it's really it's 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 not even about that no it's about you learning the way you learning to stand up for your principles and your beliefs and just like you know just like the beautiful women of the world have their standards have their list have their laundry list it's okay for you to say you know what this is a shit sandwich i don't feel like eating that Mm -hmm. And when you shape up and you're ready to talk like an adult and we can move forward with this, let me know. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> it's about, it's about like men swapping notes on, uh, you know, how to better understand women and how it, it's all for the betterment of men, right? It's all for the mm -hmm. benefit of men and, and, you know, promoting men's stuff, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. All right, let's uh let's get to the topic at hand. We've uh we've we fucked around too much. Um, so okay, so the the number one thing, the number one concept. Uh, I don't know if like 
if it put it in order, but it, you know, it listed it one through 20 for me. So the number one thing, uh, number one concept from Corey Wayne's how to be a 3% man, according to AI is masculine energy, the dominant assertive and goal oriented energy that men should embody to attract women. Would you agree that's, that that's a, that's a pretty common concept? I, I concur. I concur. I concur. And, you know, this is something that, you know, besides learning it from the book, this was something that was instilled in me mm -hmm. since I was very young. You know, my father always told me, you need to be educated. You need to make money. You need to be successful. I remember I used to, when I was about 11, I used to watch Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon. He came in one time. It was a true story. He came, he turned off the TV and he said, you're not watching that. Here's a book. Read it. Back then, I was pissed off. I hate my dad. What the hell? My... Now, as a man, I thank him for that. Mm -hmm. It's been it, it was one of the greatest things that he did because it pushed me. It pushed me to educate myself. It pushed me to seek answers. And from there, there was personal growth. And that's what women, that's what the opposite gender is attracted to. Not only in your personal life, but in your professional life, if you see some of the most successful men in business, in whatever field they are, these are these are usually lone wolves that don't depend on anybody, that have a straight and narrow path, that are able to sail through the deepest and darkest storms, and they always come out on top. Is there suffering in the in between? Of course. Is there heartbreak? Is there deception? Is there long hours? Is there blood, sweat, and tears? Yeah, because you know nothing's going to be served to you in a in a in a silver platter. But if you stick to that, of course, it's it's your purpose for you to be masculine. It's your purpose to find something where you can grow as a man and then give it out to the world. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that too. You know, it's funny you said like that was <clears throat> how you were raised. That was not how I was raised. <laughs> In fact, in fact, uh, and I've, I've talked about my, my, my dad on the uh -huh. podcast like a, a hundred times. Right. But today, today at the time of this recording, I went to uh -huh. a, a track meet for my son. My yeah. son is, uh, is in track and it's, I'm sitting there with my parents and we got to talking about how, you know, like last night at the time of this recording last night was uh, nurse chick in my second year anniversary. And like, you know, we, we did all these things and my, my dad, like, I can't remember what the, what we specifically I was talking about, but my dad goes, well, she is the boss. Right. And like, and so that's how I was raised, right? Like your mom's the boss. And, uh, and now I've learned that that's not the right dynamic to have in a relationship. And, and that's a recipe for disaster. And my parents are fucking miserable. It's because like my dad sort of, uh, gave the reins over to my mom who doesn't want the fucking reins. And then my dad resents her for, for having the reins. Like that's a recipe. That's a, that's, I would say that's probably 97% of uh marriages out there right that's uh, how long how long have your parents been married for paul they've been married uh forever um actually they've i think they're coming up on they're coming up on 50 years 
together. Wow, that's that's beautiful. Yeah, that's they're beautiful. not happy though. I mean, <laughs> longevity is not the flex that people think it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's funny you brought that up because my father. You know, I'm 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 Latino. I'm originally from from uh, Colombia. Hold on, my I, I father, hear a squeaky dog out there, was and it, your was Latino is is that, that's not a Chihuahua. <laughs> no, no, that's not a Chihuahua. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, and so you know he he is very. I love him. He's my he's my best friend. He's my mentor. He's somebody that whenever I even have doubts, I will run to him. And he is, you know, he's my personal library of Congress because he knows everything and he researched. And but when you see the interaction between him and my mom, my mother, they've been married for we just celebrated. Actually, last Friday was their anniversary, 43 years together. Oh, wow. And my mother is always in her feminine. He calls her the queen of the house. But the queen does not overstep the king's reign. Yeah, the queen is like if you think about it, the queen is second in command. <laughs> and, and 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 you know what? In 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 today's climate, you got to be careful with saying that because yeah. they think Seven. that you're going to be that you're going to be you know that you're oppressed that you're doing this that you're doing that. But no, 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 no. It's just biological dynamic. Mm-hmm. Because women don't want to be in charge. You know, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. And women and women don't want to be in charge. Women don't women want to be feminine. They want a man that is sure of what he is and what he projects out to the world. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, that brings us to number two, the, the number two concept from Corey Wayne's book, according to AI is feminine <laughs> energy, right? He yes. talks about feminine energy, the receptive, nurturing, and emotional energy that women embody, which complements masculine energy. Mm-hmm. I agree with that too. He does talk a lot about masculine feminine feminine energy, and that's a, a decent, you know, short description of feminine energy. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I have a... Funny you say that. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing my, uh, I'm currently seeing a Colombian MILF. She is, I'm <laughs> 33 years of age. I'm about 33. She's, she's about 46. Beautiful. Oh. Wait, how thing. old are you? 33. And she's 46? And she's 46. She's a Colombian, uh, MILF. <laughs> she's, it's, 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 it's beautiful. And, you know, I treat, I treat all those situations. Like my grandfather used to tell me, he's like, you got to treat them like a robbery. You put your hands up, please don't hurt me. Do whatever you want with me. And she always has a smile on. <laughs> but what's funny is that she owns, she's, she's a local business owner here and she has, she has her minions. You know, she has her minions, the dudes that are always following up with her. And the other day we went out, we were in San Francisco. I took her out to, you know, we went and grabbed dinner. Of course, it was all surprised. She tells me, you're the only guy that always surprises me. And I love them. And every place that we go to is better than the last. And she just started talking to me. And she's like, I feel safe with you because I know that if shit were to go down, you would be able to handle the situation. And without me just asking, she went on a rant and told me everything about her minions, how they're always begging. And there's a dude that was sending her voice messages crying, crying yeah. like, I want to see you. I miss you. I. And, you know, uh, there was she told me when la- when um, when we spoke about this last on the podcast, she told me when I blew you off and I didn't hear from you. 
that turned me on because nobody had ever put me in my place and I was in a place that I didn't want to lose that. That's what she told me. So is that is that Narnia worked. girl? Is that Narnia girl? That's Narnia girl. That is Narnia okay. girl. Yes, okay. sir. That is Narnia girl. <laughs> that is Narnia girl. And what you have to do is you have to understand the dynamic between masculine and feminine energy. You have to be centered because again, women will test you. They will start shit for no reason. They will mention men that are, you know, orbiting around. And what you have to do is you have to take it in stride and act like you don't care. You know what? They can keep you company when I'm not there. Or you know what? Please say hi to the stable of the minions. Mm-hmm. Please, please. <laughs> because at the end of the day, because guess what? At the end of the day, she was in my bed while these other sims were calling, were texting, were liking her pictures. I stopped looking at people's stories on Instagram. I don't mm-hmm. look at people's stories because, you know, I just made it a point. And she tells me, why don't you not look at my stories? Like, what is going on? And as soon as I put something on mine, she's the first person to look. It's very it's very funny. But yeah, no, I do agree. I do agree with, with what ChatGTPs has to say about that. So far, so good. We're, uh, we're two for two. <laughs> yeah. Number three, number three, the, three, the yeah. third concept, according to AI of uh, Corey Wayne's How to Be a 3% Man, is self-reliance. The ability to take care of oneself and not rely on others for one's emotional needs. Yes, that's... Is that, um, do you think that's a concept... In 3% Man, it's definitely what he's trying to get across in his second book, uh, uh-huh. Mastery, mm-hmm. which I don't think he quite gets across very well in Mastery. Have you read Mastery? I read I read Mastery once. Me too. And yeah, one, think, one and done. <laughs> I think Mastery Mastery Mastery's all over the place. It's not a bad book, and I yeah. and, and you should at least read it at least once. But it 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 wasn't as detailed as as three percent was. One thing I learned about ma- or from mastery is that how to be a three percent man and mastery are both were both written originally by ghostwriters. And uh, he talks about it in in mastery, oh. and uh, well, at least his ghostwriter did. <laughs> uh-huh. But. Uh, it clearly he used a different ghostwriter from three percent man because three percent man is so fucking good right yes it is and mastery is very meh and it's very uh it's very political and it's very autobiographical but it it does not really teach self-reliance the way i think that he wanted to portray it yeah i i understand that you know i do agree that in life you need to be self-reliant you need Mm -hmm. to you need to specifically as a man Yeah, no one like this is a big concept in uh in like the red pill community and especially like the rule zero crew. No one's coming to save you. You have to learn to save yourself. Nope. Nope. So that's where that's what self-reliance means, like in in mm -hmm. a nutshell. And and as a man, you know that we are we are born without value. We are Mm -hmm. valueless, right? We need to build that, we need to create it. Women, on the other hand, you know, they're beautiful, they don't have to work, you know, they get access to a lot of things. For us men, we need to climb that mountain. And it's not easy. And it takes time. That's what that's what a lot of that's what a lot of us don't understand that it takes time. I feel like I'm in a point in my life where, you know, I'm successful. You know what I do for a living. I make very good money. Yeah, I had to bleep I have, out half half of that shit. In the yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, 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 I have, I have, I'm, I'm dating a couple girls. 
you know, I'm going to Mexico City next next Thursday. I'm off to Mexico City. And, you know, it took me looking back at it. You know, I'm, I'm 33. I started reading Corey Wayne when I was, what, 17, 18? It took me 15 years to do this. Mm-hmm. You know. Ooh, I'm going to send this. I'm going to send this to one of my Patreon clients, man, because uh, he's yeah. a younger guy. He's in his, like, I think mid-20s, you know, and he's just like. Yeah. He has no patience. And I'm like, dude, you got, you got, you're in a good spot right now. You're in a better spot than most guys. Like you're, you're good, man. Just, you gotta be, you have to be, you have to be. And, and I mean, for example, you, Paul, you, you, you were in the armed forces. You've done your thing. You, you did this beautiful podcast. You started at the bottom. Like we all did. Mm -hmm. We joined the Facebook group. We had no idea what the hell we were doing. And slowly but surely, you're making a name for yourself. You're growing. You're now coaching people. I didn't start this podcast until I got into my forties. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a, you know what's a, a great story. This is a, has nothing to do with three percent man, but uh, uh-huh. you know you know KFC Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yes. Kentucky Fried Chicken, yes. Dude, dude, um, uh, the the Colonel didn't come up with like his recipe and start his restaurant until he was like sixty five. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. That's I, I, I did hear that somewhere. Yes, that's I think true. it was sixty five. He was in his sixties. Definitely, he was an older. He was an older gentleman, and he. I remember that he, he would go door to door to sell his chicken. In the beginning, he had like a little thing, and he would, you know, grill the chicken, and then or or whatever it was that he did, and then he would sell it door to door, and then, look at where KFC is now. It's one of the biggest fast food chains in the world. Yeah. Yeah, you know uh, uh, the founder of Wendy's, Dave Thomas? Mm-hmm. Did you know he didn't start out with Wendy's? You know what he started out doing? What did he start? A franchise owner for KFC. And he would go and uh, he would go to the I local. Dude, I, I, I know all know <laughs> sorts of stupid shit. He, he would go to the local news and trade them free buckets of chicken to get on the news to promote his his uh his franchise of kfc that's how dave thomas started no i had no idea about that and then he decided that to start his own chain of restaurants and that's where wendy started and he named it after his daughter wendy Uh, after his daughter wendy right yeah you 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 are a fountain of information sir i'm a a fountain of of useless knowledge (laughs) that's for sure so, um, all right, let's move on to the next one, though. Speaking yeah. of, of these old guys that are, are starting businesses and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the fourth the fourth concept from how to be a 3% man, according to AI, is mm-hmm. purpose. Having a sense of direction and a clear focus on achieving one's goals and ambitions. Purpose is a concept. Would you agree? Absolutely. A thousand, a thousand percent. You, before, before you even think, about taking a girl out make sure that you make sure that you have read make sure that you have prepared yourself make sure that you're eloquent make sure that you are able to emotionally handle different stress tests how do you do that you need to find a purpose in life well how do i know what my purpose is start out with something that you're passionate about I'm not talking about playing video games for 12 hours. No, don't do that. I'm talking about picking up something that's going to make you grow. One thing that I picked up that has allowed me to expand my horizons and my vernacular is reading. I 
I read one time that Malcolm X was incarcerated. He was one of the uh, founding members of the Black Panthers, and before that, he he had a little bit of a of a of a proclivity for being a pimp. He was thrown into jail who, for about. Who two doesn't years. have a proclivity? Yeah, yeah exactly. Anyway, yeah. Pimp, yeah. <laughs> and he was thrown into jail, and I remember that he was he he was illiterate. He didn't know how to read and write, and he taught himself how to read and write. And he read the dictionary, which was one of the few books that they gave him, the dictionary. And he read it close to 10 to 12 times back and forth. And he armed himself with the power of words. Mm. And then look what he became, one of the greatest historical figures of all time. Yeah. So it's, it's you trying to find that purpose, whether it's a career, whether it's a hobby, whether it's something that's going to help you grow and go towards the next step. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to go after. This, uh, this podcast became one of my purposes, right? And I, and I look at it like we, all, we have uh, multiple purposes in life, and we often mm-hmm. have a lot of side missions to get to, the, you know, to, to uh, achieve success in our, in our main purpose purpose and stuff like that but uh but yeah i mean like when i was going through this process one of the things that i came up with was like this podcast because i you know i was sharing and you were you were there in the beginning i didn't know you then though but (laughs) but i was sharing like date updates and stuff like that and when i first started and i was like you know i do know how to do podcasting i i used to have a tech podcast years ago I could do that with this group and talk to the other guys in this group. And like, we can like swap notes as, as a podcast and it blew up from there. And one of the reasons why I did the podcast was so that I would constantly be studying this stuff. So I would never fall back on old habits because I've seen that happen so many, so many times in the group where guys, you know, they read the book, you know, a couple of times they find a girl, they, and then they leave the group and they stop studying the shit and then they fall back on old habits and then they come and back to the all... group. and I'm like, I don't want to be that guy. How about I never leave the group and I constantly, <laughs> I, I just constantly like, be, I, I'm like, I want to be the Bob Proctor of this shit, right? Where I've just, I just study this shit the for the next Proctor. 60 years and you know, it's, I saw, I, speaking of Bob Proctor, man, I saw an old interview. <laughs> The fact fact that you're bringing Bob Proctor up is just magical. But, but dude, I saw, I saw an interview from like the early eighties, maybe the Uh seventies. Bob Proctor, like the the craziest fucking hairdo. And he had been reading think and grow rich for like 20 years at that point. He read that until the day he died, which was like last year sometime. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the guy, the interviewer is asking him, he's like, you've read that. You've been reading that for 20 years. Don't you know it? And he goes, oh, I could probably recite it verbatim. He's like, but that's not the point. You know, the point is that every time he's like, every time I, I reread a book, it's not that I don't just, dis- I don't discover new things in the book. I discovered new things about myself. That's true. You know? And it was just that's like, true. wow. Okay. You know? And so one thing I found on this journey is that that is absolutely true. You know, you keep, you reread some of these same books over and over again. Sometimes you, you read newer material that sheds similar light or even new perspectives on the same stuff. And it's just like epiphany, you know, time. And I love sharing that. So, so anyway, yeah, long story short, podcast is my purpose. 
<laughs> <laughs> yeah, and 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 you know, before we move on, you just find find yourself. I know a lot of people will tell you, well, you have to find yourself. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. You need to work on yourself, and you need Ooh. to see. Speaking of which, that's one of that's one of Rolo's uh, maxims. Red pill, red pill men don't find themselves; they build themselves. That's, you that's one of Rolo's to, maxims. You have to build yourself. Women find themselves. Mm-hmm. When you when you lose a dog or a cat, you, you have to go find that animal. As a man, you don't find yourself; you build yourself. Yeah, you need to. Again, we we spoke about this earlier. We have no value. Remember that in life, the only people or the only creatures that will receive unconditional love are dogs, women, and young children or babies. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. So it's not, is it unfair? It's, it's, It's the way the world is. You can't bitch, moan, and complain. So what do you do? You build yourself up. Go to the gym. Read a book, start a new business, go to school, pursue something that you make it your own so you don't have to depend on absolutely anybody. Mm -hmm. And in turn, you become impenetrable. Nobody will be able to hurt you. You will have something to fall back on. And if shit hits the fan, you have all those things, all those skills, all those trades that you've learned to pick yourself up. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Man, we are like oh, we're we're at 37 plus minutes uh, now. Mm-hmm. Uh at the time of this recording. That doesn't include the intro and outro. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I do that separately on uh, for Monday's episode. So, uh-huh. uh so number 5. Number the fifth concept from Corey Wayne's How to Be a 3% Man According to AI. Personal boundaries. Setting limits on what one is willing to tolerate in a relationship. Do you agree? Is that is that a concept in that? This is yes, yes. You need to. You have to. You have to look. And 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 I've said this before, and everybody says it. You are going to be given parameters for absolutely everything you do in life. Specific. Specifically, if you want to date a woman in today's age in the United States, they're going to ask you for a laundry list. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to make this. You have to make that. And unfortunately, there is an ongoing sentiment or even fear that, hey, if we if we put parameters, there's something wrong with us because we're demonized, because we have small dick energy, because you're je- whatever it is. You need to check people. Don't be an asshole when you do it because when you come off as aggressive or volatile or as a brute, they will use that ammunition towards you. Well, he yelled at me. Well, he was mean. He was aggressive. No. But if you tell somebody, whoa, 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 that's not cool. Apologize. And if you tell them, if you do that again, I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to tolerate this. That's how you, that's how you enforce limits and you teach people. And women, believe it or not, respond extremely well to a masculine man who center who has his own purpose who who lays down the law this is okay this is not okay this is appropriate this is inappropriate so yeah i would i would have to say a thousand percent you need to put 
you need to put these barriers. You need to put these limits. Women innately expect you to know these things. If you're mm-hmm. out with your girl and somebody attacks her, you need to defend her. You need to be the man. If something breaks, you should figure out how to fix it. Sometimes women play coy. Well, what do you mean I can't go out to the club? It's not okay for me to dance with other men. What do you think? Do you think that that is appropriate or inappropriate? Mm -hmm. Well, that would be inappropriate. Great. So if it's inappropriate, don't do it. (laughs) What happens if I do? Well, if you keep doing that, I'm not going to be around for that. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. Corey it. says, Corey says the, the, uh, well, he quotes, uh, Michael Yan. He says, uh, the person with the strongest negotiating power is the, the one being willing to walk away and mean it. Right. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, largely being able to walk away at any given moment is like our Trump card. <laughs> it really is. Cause, cause, cause women, women tend to crave validation and attention and if you remove that validation and attention, like that's a consequence and they don't like Absolutely. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They're not used to Absolutely. it either. Yeah. And, and, and just like you're being held accountable, just like you're being held accountable, you have to do the same thing. You have to hold people accountable because if you think about it, if a woman, if a really hot chick, if a really hot chick, Apologies for that. If a really hot chick. Oh, someone die back there? Was that what happened? Uh, I, I wish. I wish he would have. It's just weird people that live in this neighborhood in beautiful San Francisco. <laughs> weird beautiful people. That's, right? that's, that's San Francisco for you. But, you know, if, if a very beautiful woman has to go get a job, I can guarantee you that she's not going to go to the first interview dressed provocatively. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that that person needs to show up at a specific time. And there's deadlines that need to be met. If not, what happens? You get fired mm-hmm. don't or you don't get you the to. job if it's a job or you don't get the yeah. job when you're in school. doesn't matter how pretty or how awesome you are. You need to pull your own weight because if you don't, you're going to get the bad grades and you're not going to be able to, you know, graduate. Now you need to apply the same concepts in your, in your personal life. You put your limits. You're not a tyrant. You're not, if you're demonized, you definitely know that there's, you know, that you're with the wrong person. You enforce your limits and you tell them, hey, this is what's okay. This is what's not okay. If you keep doing this, this is not going to work out. But if you behave, then we'll flourish and we can grow together and we can enjoy this coincidence that we call life. So, yeah, absolutely. Enforce your limits. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. Number six. I'm thinking here. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking here, Jake. I don't know what you what, what kind of time you please. have available tonight. No, 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 no. Please, please. I get all. But, all uh, the but there's 20 of these. And I'm like, it, if we can at least get to the top 10, we might have Perfect. to do a, We might have to like. We'll do a second, a part we two. We might have to we'll do, do a part, part two. two on this. So we'll at least <laughs> get the top 10 time. today. And we'll Beautiful. do uh, it. We'll do it. We'll do a part two later. We'll so, okay. So number, si- number six. Mm-hmm. The number six concept from Corey Wayne's How to Be a 3% Man, according to AI, is confidence. Believing in one's oneself and one's abilities. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to think that this wasn't ChatGPT who wrote this. I think that this was you all along. This was, yeah, I wrote this. Yeah, <laughs> this is, yeah, I did all this. No, I literally, I, I, I love, like, ChatGPT is so much, so funny, too. And, like, I never really thought too much about it, but um, 
you know, it's, it's funny because because uh, like Rolo, Rolo really got me onto Chat GPT. He's like, he's like, he goes, you know, you know, the next rational male. He's like, I'm just going to go to Chat GPT and say, write ask me to write it for or, me. like write me a book in the style of Rolo Tomasi. That's like this many words that talk. And I was like, you could do that with Chat GPT. And so I started messing with it, and I started. Uh, I, I wrote a whole bunch of Twitter threads. You know, I went to ChatGPT and I was like, give me a Twitter thread that gives me like the top 20 things that blah, 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 right? Brrrah, done. It, it spits it out. You do have to be careful. It will like in, insert certain wokeness and you you have to sort of like, you know, you have to be careful with wording in it. Use, but, um, yeah, your pronouns, remember with your pronoun, because it's sometimes, well, they prefer to do that, which is ridiculous, but hey. Yeah. So you have to, you have to tweak it once it spits out. You have to like do some editing, but, but yeah, so I was like, that would, this actually would be pretty funny. Like if we went in here and said, okay, what are the top 20 concepts? And it spit this out. And I was like, that's fucking accurate. Like this, <laughs> this is accurate. I want to, I want to see what Jacob says about this. So um, with yeah. So, so we're, I, on I we're on confidence, right? Confidence. Um, Extremely important. Extremely important because a lack of self-confidence, not only women, but people, People smell that. People smell that. And if they pick it up, they're like sharks. Mm -hmm. They will try and push you around. They'll try and break you down. They will humiliate you. And some of the people, you know, some of the minions that I've seen with, you know, with the girl that I'm hanging out with, with one of the girls that I'm hanging out with, it's just like their lack of confidence. She told me in the car Friday while we were drinking wine, she was sitting on my lap. She told me, you're so masculine. Like, it's your masculinity. Like, like I felt inside that when I'm with them, like, I have to be the guy. I have to lead. Like, none of them will ever tell me, hey, be ready at 7. We're going to go somewhere. Where are we yeah. going? It's a spread. No, it's what do you want to do? Do you like sushi? That's Can what – um... Go get some that's what nurse chick told me. So we went out to, uh, there, there's a, if you get, if you ever have a chance, if you guys out there ever have a chance, go to Montrose, Colorado. Okay. It's middle of fucking nowhere. No one's ever heard of it. Uh, uh -huh. there's a 3% th brother, uh, uh, Matt, uh, from the, the 3% brotherhood lives out there. And he and I, he and I are meeting up Thursday for drinks actually, but, uh, but no one's good. No one goes out there, but there's this fucking awesome place. It's called felonies. All right. Felonies in Montrose is a speakeasy. It's like a 1920s style speakeasy where you go on their Facebook page every week. They change the password. And so you come up, you, you ring the buzzer. They have a little sliding door and they're like, what's the password? You know, what's the password? <laughs> and uh, they don't say right. it like that. That's how I say it. But right. They, right. they go, what's the password? And you tell them the password and then they let you in. And you go in there and it's, it's, it, 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 it's like, uh, the way it's set up, it's like, an, it looks like it's in the basement of a building and they uh, have like all these pictures of gangsters and shit on the wall and stuff. And it just, it's like it's the coolest place. And I take nurse check there all the time. And we were there and, uh, we got to talk it. This is the first time we'd ever talked about this, but we started talking about our dating experience back before we met each other. Uh, and she goes, she goes, you turned, she goes, you turned dating apps on their head for me. She goes, every guy I'd matched with, like they wouldn't, they would just chat for days and weeks on end. They wouldn't get to the fucking point. They were all just asking like, what's your favorite color and all that dumb shit. 
And she goes, I found myself happening to move the needle basically. Right. Like I, I would have to say, well, do you want to meet up? What do you want to do? Right. And so she would end up like moving the needle, getting dates in place. And these guys just, they had no fucking clue, you know, and they would just do whatever she wanted and then they wouldn't make a move and they wouldn't do it. So she just hated dating. And then I'm just like, I, I banter a couple of messages. I'm like, when are you free? All right. Meet me at this place at this time. I get there. We chat for a little bit. I'm like, I got to get going. You know, I got a hard stop. Walked her to her car, going for a kiss. And she's just like, what the fuck is up with this guy? Like this guy just like knows what he wants and goes for it. And that's and so it's, rare. And it's, it's so to rare. them, to them, it's like you are Wolverine, James Dean, and 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 James Bond mixed together because every every guy that they're with proclaims that they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. You'll never find somebody like me. But they fall into this trap. Number one, they don't have options. They live a very shitty, mundane life. Mm-hmm. That's why I tell you, go out and explore. Go and take up sailing. Go lift weights. Go bike riding. Go climb a goddamn tree. Build your forearms. Do something. That Oh, oh that is so important. Thank you for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. If you don't have dates now, because that's a lot of guys' problem. They're like spinning plates. How do you get five girls in a rotation when I can't even get one? Well, I'll tell you what. No chick wants to be with you if you live a fucking boring life. If you just sit at home, like if you go to work every day, you go home, you drink beer, you go to sleep, rinse, wash, repeat. No one wants to be with that. So you need to come up with some fucking hobbies, something that makes you interesting, something that you do outside of women where they see that you live this awesome lifestyle and you can portray that online dating or however you do it. As long as you can show that you do other stuff outside of women, women want to join your lifestyle. So one of the things that like I found myself doing when I didn't have dates lined up is I'd go hiking. I joined a run club. I would go mountain biking. I would, uh, you know, I would, I would go exploring on the weekend with my dog and go looking for waterfalls and stuff, you know? Yes. And then I would bring a, I'd bring a tripod. (laughs) And then if I was at a cool waterfall, I'd set my tripod up and take a picture, right? No selfies. And then I would use that on my dating app. Like, Hey, I know where this cool fucking waterfall is like chicks are like, where's that waterfall at? I want to go. I will show you. Exactly. Exactly. And you learn. And when you do meet somebody, you know that, Hey, you're, you're adding more places or more things to do that will make you interesting that eventually later down the road, if this woman is worth your time, because remember women have to invest in us. Women have to invest in us. And if this is someone that, hey, has potential, later down the road, bring her into these things. Mm-hmm. Bring her into these things. I have one of my buddies here in the Berkeley Marina who owns a 27-foot catamaran. If you go on my Instagram stories, you'll see him. That I I, I go with him. We drink beer. We'll smoke a J because, you know, why not? We're navigating the Because <laughs> it's California, baby. Because it's yeah. California. That's right. <laughs> And we navigate the seven seas and he, and I brought girls that I'm dating and they love that. And, you know, just how many, how many men can say, Hey, I've literally sailed around Alcatraz Island. Mm-hmm. Women get turned on by them. Yeah. Women love that. And 
you know, my 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 67 year old father has been riding road bikes, kind of like the Tour de France road bikes, since he was even before I was born. I had uh, a breakup about a year and a half ago. That was, you know, it was hurtful, but you know, I was I was a little bummed out. Yeah, and hurt a lot. he told me, yeah, he told me, let's go, let's go riding together, and we're doing bike rides that are anywhere between 40 to 60 miles. And this man wipes the floor with my ass. I met one of the girls that I'm talking to mm-hmm. when I was almost about to collapse. Like one of my lungs was about to explode. And she started laughing. She's like, what's going on? Is this guy? I'm like, my younger brother's kicking my ass right now. She, we started laughing the whole thing. She waited for me, asked for her number. Yeah. The rest is history. So absolutely have your own purpose, have your own thing and do interesting things. Doing one, interesting things, yeah. One thing that I did during the pandemic uh, when mm-hmm. I was single was, I mean, obviously there was a, was, wasn't anything open, but um, one thing that I've always wanted to do is ride my bike from Palisade, Colorado to Loma, Colorado. It's about 30 miles one way. There you go. And there's a, there's a bike trail that goes from, from Palisade that goes all along the Colorado River all the way out to Loma. And uh, one day I was just like, you know what? I'm going to fucking do that. And as I was like going on the ride, I would stop periodically and I would break out my tripod and stuff like that and take a picture with me and my bike. You know, me, you know, I had, I had, I, I said, <laughs> there's some cinematography that you could learn too. Right. Like, so I, mm-hmm. I, I posted some shit on my so- social media, right. Where I, uh, I went and set up my camera, set up the video, turned it on rode my bike out, you know, and then turned around and came riding back so that like my, you know, I'm passing my camera and, you know, doing like cool shit with, <laughs> you know, you can do that, right. You can create an experience online with photos and video that chicks are like, wow, look at this guy. What you know? is and, exactly? And if you have a tripod and the timer feature or whatever, it looks like other people are taking pictures of you. You can, you can create the illusion, you know. Let their let their mind wander. Let it's, their mind. But hey, but let yeah. me but let me ask you a question, Paul. Before we move on, yeah. when you did those bike rides, when you were focusing on yourself, wasn't that like therapy? Isn't oh, that I love liberating? It. Yeah. You don't think about anybody but yourself. You're connected with nature. It's you and your body to prove a point that you know what I can do this. And when other people see this, they're like, holy shit, I want to spend my time with that guy. Right. It's, it's one of the reasons why I love uh, motorcycle riding. Because when you're motorcycle riding, do you ride bikes? Do you ride motorcycles? Uh, I, 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 I know how to ride a bike. I used to have a, a bike. I used to have a Kawasaki 350 back back in the day. Just a little okay. one that I used to ride with. But yeah, Was but, that yeah. like uh, uh, a, uh, a crotch rocket? Yes, it was. Probably go like 120 <laughs> miles an hour at the drop of a hat. I... I, 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 I wouldn't take it that far because, you know, speed yeah. kills. But, yeah, you know. But my mother, I, I actually I actually injured my knee. And oh, the you? first thing my mom did was like, I'm selling that bike. You're not allowed to get on bikes anymore. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so that's... Well, but, but, you know, like when, when you're yeah. on the bike and you know how dangerous it is, how dangerous it is, right? Like there's there's nothing protecting you. There's no shell around you. If you get in a, if you go are going 120 miles an hour and you crash into something, you're, you're, fu- you're, you're going to fucking die. You're flying. You're, you're flying after that. You yeah. know, like your, your leather jacket, and your helmet's only going to do so much. You know what I mean? And that's why like, I was explaining it to nurse chick. Cause uh, I think I told you that she, she bought a new motorcycle 
And, and I was saying, hey, motorcycles, sure, it's super cheap because they don't expect you to survive. <laughs> but the <laughs> no, thing is, so, no payout. So, so when you're when you're on your bike, though, it's very therapeutic because it's you in the road and you have to be present in the moment or else. You know, like, because it's so dangerous. If you're not present in the moment, like, that's how people get in wrecks. So if you, you got to be present in the moment, you got to be, like, focused on that stuff. It's, it, you know, you can sort of let your mind wander a little bit, but you have to stay alert. And it's so therapeutic just to do It's that. so freeing. It's so freeing. Like, all, to be honest with you, all, my, my life is not rainbows and unicorns and butterflies. No, 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 no. Are you sure but that it's... you are in San Francisco? Are you sure it's not rainbows? <laughs> <laughs> it's more like it's more like heroin needles but yes okay but okay what's what's crazy is that you it's so freeing you mm -hmm. disconnect from all the bullshit that's happening you got into a fight with your girl somebody passed away you're having a shit day at, at your work whatever it is you free yourself and you disconnect from that and it's so wonderful mm -hmm. it's so absolutely wonderful so yeah. absolutely wonderful so yeah oh yeah i love i love uh i love hiking up on uh up in the 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 grand mesa because there's no fucking cell phone reception reception up there so i'm forced to completely unplug from all of society and just be out there with nature i love it i and, and when i was training for uh <laughs> marathons and and uh, two years ago i did i did a marathon an ultra a half marathon and like this other like 14 mile race and one of the, one of the races I did was up on the Mesa and it was an 18 mile run. And so I was up there training every weekend and I would just listen to audiobooks and just be out there in the middle of nowhere. And I exactly. yeah, completely unplugged from the world. So therapeutic, dude. So therapeutic. I'll, uh, I'll even tell you this. I'll dare you on a regular day. Just leave your phone or turn off your phone for an entire day. It's, it's so hard for me, dude, because, uh, <laughs> because of my, because of my day job, uh, and I'm not right, talking about right. the podcast day job. Uh, I'm talking about like my real day job, which will remain nameless, but I'm basically on call 24 seven with that job. Right. And, uh, and so it, it, it's getting, it's getting a little bit better, but, but for the last, you know, the last, uh, 10 years, it's just been like, I'm like, I'm the, I'm the guy, you know, that they go to. So it's like, it's so hard to, to, I, I basically have to tell people, Hey, I'm unavailable. <laughs> during these times so that you know no one like there's expectations there it's it's, of course. it's of course. i'm a slave i'm a slave to the job so, <laughs> uh okay so we talked about confidence we have four more to get through and then uh, so let's try to get through these quick and then uh, sure. we'll do a part two we'll do a part two absolutely please. absolutely beautiful, beautiful so the next one is self-esteem a self of sense self-worth and self-respect yeah, that, that goes, that's tethered with, with self-confidence. Uh, and when you, when people mistreat you, self-esteem is having the tenacity to acknowledge it, mm -hmm. understand it, not get emotional, and draw the line. I think that's I th what self-esteem is. I think your neighbor's little dog is getting a little emotional. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah. Self-esteem self is, is important. It's sort of like, you got to love yourself, you know, like if you, if you're one of those guys that just like hates yourself, hates everything about you, well, guess what? 
if you don't love yourself, no one else will love you either. You know, if you don't think highly of yourself, why should anybody else? It's, yeah. And that's, I think that's really what it comes down to. And I, I think Corey does touch on that so much. I don't, I'm not sure if he ever used the word self-esteem in the book. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. I'll have to read it 22 times to figure that out. <laughs> but, but, uh, but I mean, that's just, I mean, a part yeah. of, a part of being a healthy, like centered masculine man that has confidence, you have to have a, a sense of like high self-esteem. Believe in yourself, uh, believe in what you know and what you do, believe that your own path has been forged for you and don't put up with people's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Just don't put, again, don't be rude, don't be an animal, don't give them ammunition, but be, be the person and just like you said it earlier, to just get up and walk away. Mm-hmm. Just get up and walk away when they're serving you a shit sandwich. No, thank you, man. We'll talk in another day. Thank you. Just get up and leave. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one, number eight, is self-improvement. Uh-huh. Working on oneself to become a better person. And uh, yeah, one thing I will say about this, I just <laughs> I just did a, uh, a live stream about leveling up, right? Like, what does it mean to level up? And one of the things that I, I learned actually from Ryan Stone, who's a, a real zero guy, uh, from his book, Fuck Files. Excellent book. Um, he he talks about how self-improvement can be mental masturbation, right? Like if, if it's not getting you where you want to go and you don't know what direction you want to go, just reading a bunch of self-help books isn't going to help you because you don't, you're not going to know how it applies to your life and how to apply it to the goals at hand, right? You sort of have to have some kind of direction and then find books and self-help material that will help you on that path. Uh, but once you do know what your path is, like definitely dive into self-help, I would say. Self-help, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm torn about that because I think that when you establish a purpose, when you have a healthy mode of life or a healthy uh, apparatus, if you will, or mode of apparatus, I should say, you're impervious to a lot of pain. You know, a lot of a lot of women will tell you, well, on a scale from one to 10, I'm a 10. So if you're a 10, you don't, I mean, you're perfect. You don't have to do anything else because, you know, you're, you're, you're God's gift to the earth. We're not like that. Mm-hmm. So work on yourself. Work on controlling your, your deficits. If you have shortcomings, Learn how to build on those. Don't neglect them. Don't play the victim because, like you said, nobody's here to help you. Nobody has any form of, of, of sincerity towards you or whatever it is. The world doesn't owe you anything as a man. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, how you build up your self-esteem. That's how you are self-helping yourself, if you will, mm-hmm. by understanding these drastic and just working towards a goal, having hobbies, putting healthy boundaries. I think that's what kind of encompasses it for me, instead of going down and, you know, reading a book, reading an Oprah Winfrey book, you know? So absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Okay. The number nine, man, we're going over here. Number nine Uh, is uh, communication. The ability to express oneself clearly and effectively. I think that's very, 
that that's a, a very common theme in the book. He talks about being being direct, being a man of your word. He talks about uh, you know setting definite dates, being very clear about that, and like you know sort of having a plan in mind and stuff like that. And and it, w- that was a game changer for me. Not asking women what they want to do, like having a plan in mind and setting that definite date was mm-hmm. like y- you get so many more yeses for dates when you have a plan in mind. And again, you. You said it. You said it beautifully. You you keep it a mystery. You are being forthcoming. You're being confident. You're projecting yourself, and you're inviting them to compliment your life and join you. Hey, I want to take you to this place. Where are we going? It's a surprise. Oh well, you got to tell me. Just you know, get pretty up for me. Look like mm-hmm. a doll when I pick you up. Where seven o'clock shoes. Friday? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> seven o'clock on Friday. I'll pick you up there. That's it. What happens if they cancel last minute? You already know what to do. You don't engage with people that waste your time. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do. When you convey, not only with your words, but you convey, again, with your boundaries. You convey the shit that you're not going to put up with. Women love that. Women crave that. Women enjoy being with a man. That does not put up with it. Mm-hmm. Again, I repeat myself. Don't be an animal. Don't get all pissy. Well, you canceled on me and how could... No, don't do that because you give them ammunition towards you. I, Just I had a, I had a, um, I had one of my Patreon clients today. Uh, this gal, he, was, he, went to go, he went to go set a date with a chick. And she <sighs> basically gave him a wishy-washy answer, right? Like, oh, I don't know. I got all this stuff going on. Da-da-da-da-da. What do you have in mind, she says. And I was like, dude, that's that's a total wishy-washy answer. She's not giving you any time. Like all you're asking is, when are you free? And she won't exactly. tell you when she's free. It's a wishy-washy answer. I go, so give her the takeaway. And he's like, what's the takeaway? And I go, just tell her, hey, look, it sounds like you're not clear on what your schedule is. Let's just do it some other time. And just shut the fuck up. And so he does that. And immediately she gets clear on her schedule and she goes, Oh, uh, actually, uh, nine o'clock, uh, you know, after, after 9 PM, I should be free. I should be free. Amazing magic, right? Like if you're fucking Jason Momoa, she's going to make fucking time for you. And so that's what I was explaining to this guy's like, you got to look at it like the Jason Momoa test or the, the Brad Pitt test, however you want to look at it. And so, yeah. he, so he goes, okay. So now what? Right. And so I was like, okay, she's told now she tells you when she's free. And uh, so he, he gives her some shit, right? Because she's one of those chicks that's like, I like always going to bed at 8 PM or whatever. So she says she's free after nine on this day. So he gives her some shit and he says, he's like 9 PM. That's after your bedtime. Right? That's, that's past and your bedtime. Like, that's past your bedtime. I was like, I was like, perfect. Like, that's good. Tease her a little bit. That's fine. And so she's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, and she starts qualifying, right? Oh, no, 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 I can, I can do that. I can, I can make time, right? And he's like, okay, cool. Uh, 9 p.m., how about you come over to my place? And, uh, you know, like, he, he invites her. This is like his, it would be his third date. He goes, why don't you come over to my place and we'll have drinks uh, by the bonfire? Oh. And so she, like, she doesn't get back to him until the next day. And she goes, oh, all this shit came up. Do you think I can take a rain check? And, and he goes, what do I say to this? I go, don't fucking nothing, say anything. Nothing. Don't fucking nothing, say anything. You, Just nothing. let it go. No response is no. a response. So then, so then he goes, well, what about if I text her no rain checks and then, and then no. cut her off? I go, there's no the point. Illusion of action. Nope. Nope. We don't do nope. that. 
don't there's no point there's no point calling chicks out you're not going to change their behavior but but you know what is a very strong response is no response just i'm not tolerating this shit and just and just you know if if she really wants to meet up sunday or uh, uh, whatever day it was friday at 9 p.m and she notices that you haven't responded in a day or so magically she will be available at 9 p.m go you know what i am available i am available it's a shit test <laughs> and then if she doesn't she just wasn't that interested whatever either way don't play these yeah games. yeah i mean this you know women and 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 coach coach wayne talks about this you know they're not they're not going to call up their cardiologist and be like hey you free on tuesday at 9 30 a.m i need you to do a triple bypass surgery then the cardio said, yeah, you know, come on. No, 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 no. You call my office, you make an appointment, and I see you in six months. Mm-hmm. And if you miss that appointment in six months, we bill your insurance $125 for a no-call, no-show. Mm-hmm. When you adopt that philosophy, adopt the philosophy of a doctor. Mm-hmm. You make an appointment. Your time is valuable. Your time is gold because if they have an appointment with a doctor at the hair salon where they're being held accountable to show up, they're going to show up. So how do we hold them accountable? You said it. I can give you the greatest gift, which is me trying to love you, me trying to take you to these beautiful places, and you saying that literally I'm not what you want but what you need in a man. Mm-hmm. You don't have the decency to tell me, hey, seven o'clock works. You start babbling with, let me let me give you a rain check. I'm so busy. There's 24 hours in the day, but I work 26 hours. Yeah, no what one do does do? that. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? You walk away. And when you're with them, give them shit. When I've been out with the MILF, when I was out with the MILF, we went out to the uh, to the wine shop. She was all over me. She was getting sassy. Waitress came over. Are you guys having a good time? I'm like, this is wonderful. Can we get her another drink? She's like, you know what I'm doing? I told her, I'm like, she's an alcoholic. Do you see that sparkle in her eye? That's an alcohol <laughs> deficiency. And it's la- and we're laughing and, you know, making fun of her and bantering. She was the same person that when I was in Narnia, you know the story. I, I, I've been trending because of this story. On, on yeah, TikTok. if you guys have, if you guys don't know the Narnia story, go back and and, and listen to the Batman Take a look Batman at game it. episode. Yeah, take a look at it. She 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 pulled out a super wimpy excuse. I didn't respond. Lo and behold, 72, 24, no, seventy two hours later, three days later, I'm feeling better. I'm okay. I miss you. Oh my God, where are you? I was skiing at that time. I didn't get back to her till the next day. Mm-hmm. And you guys want to guess how many times she has now canceled dates on me? Goose egg. Zero. Goose egg. <laughs> if so, I told her, if something comes up, you tell me with at least one to two days in advance. Yeah. And it doesn't happen anymore. One th- That's all there you was guys a- got to do. There was a thing where uh, Nurse Chick and I, we, like, we we just celebrated two years. It was like, man, it was just a couple months ago, right? So we'd already been dating for a year and some time. And she was supposed to come up to my house. And she, she sends me a text. She's like, you know, hun, like, hun, like, a long day. I'm real tired. Uh, you know, it's okay if I take a rain check. I'm not going to come up. And I and so I just, I just text her. I go, okay, you know, I must be really slipping here right now. Because uh, you, like you know, you don't want to come see me or whatever. And she's just like, 
I'll be up there in five minutes. <laughs> it was like the nurse chick doesn't fuck around. She knows the game. She listens to the podcast and stuff. So she's like, <laughs> she's just like, you're right. You're right. You know what? I'm, I'm being, uh, I'm being flaky right now and I'm not going to do that. And, and the thing about nurse chick, uh, besides the fact that she listens to the episodes is that she is invested, you know, like she wants to make sure that she's putting her best foot forward. And if I call her out on that and that, and I wasn't being rude, and I was like basically saying, hey, I must be slipping because you don't want to come and see me. She was like, it, it clicked with her. You know what? I'm being flaky right now. I, I better I, I, I better be a, a woman of my word, you know? Exactly. And you need to call them up on that because, look, if it's a work meeting, they're mm-hmm. going to be there. If it's some type of, of, of appointment that they're, that that is monetary value to them, they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. And you need to call them on your shit. When somebody cancels the la- at the last moment, that is something disrespectful, and that's immature. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, what you did is extremely immature and disrespectful, and I don't waste my time with people like that. Yeah, yeah. That's nor it. should you. That's it. That's um, it. Yeah. All right, let's do the uh, the last one, and then we'll wrap up here, and then uh, and good, we'll have to do it. We'll have to do a part two. So Sounds number good, ten bro. is listening. Paying attention to what others are saying and understanding their perspective. This one was huge for me because I am, I am notoriously terrible at just being in my head about my own bullshit. And if I don't give a fuck about what you're saying, I'm not listening. And my, my ex-wife used to hate it. My ex, uh, my, uh, red pill chick, right. That got me into the space. Used to fucking hate it. They both used to call me out on it all the time because they would be sitting there like John on about whatever their day was. And I could not fucking care less. And I would just be off thinking about my own shit. And then they would ask me a question. I'd be like, um, you know what? Can you say that again? I, I didn't hear that. And then that would infuriate them. Yes. <laughs> and I realized, like yeah. And I realized that, taking a genuine interest in what people are saying and actually being present in the moment and asking clarifying questions, basically Dale Carnegie, how to win friends and influence people shit, right? Corey teaches that in his book, how to be a good listener. And, uh, that was, that was life-changing for me. Cause when I realized like, you know what, if you just stop what you're doing and just be an active listener, chicks love to talk. So just let them and just, just listen to them talk. And, and if, if you, you don't have to say anything and they just think you're an excellent communicator because you're a good listener. <laughs> it's I, absolutely. It's funny. I mean, one, whenever, whenever I'm out with, with a girl or whatever, they'll start talking and, you know, they'll ask me questions, but answer one or two things, be as cryptic as possible and then retort with this. But you know what? Less about me and more about you. And how was your day? Mm-hmm. And so work was okay. And what do we got going on for this weekend? And what do you think of this? And that's a beautiful dress. And they will they will literally tell you everything about their lives. Mm-hmm. I know everything about her personal life. I know everything about her business. I know. The other day when we were hanging out, she told me, you know what? You really don't like to talk a lot. I don't really know anything about your background when it comes to like, you know, the women that you've dated. You've, I've, I told this to Nate. I told this to another brother that I, that I also want to shout out, Mr. Uh, Santiago Leon, who's another fantastic 3% brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Santiago follows the Santi, podcast. Santi. He reached yeah. out to me and he's like, he's like, hey, man, have you ever reached out to uh, AMS, right? Uh, uh-huh. And gotten AMS on the show? I was like, 
No, I, I, I'm not really a big fan of a, you know, AMS, which uh-huh. is uh, what alpha male strategies, not uh-huh. a huge fan of AMS. Uh, you know, it's not like he says anything that I disagree with. It's just, I just, you know, I just don't watch this shit, you know? So I, uh-huh. I, I never really thought about being on the podcast, but I know a lot of guys in the brotherhood watch that guy's stuff, but no, no, I have never asked AMS to be on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 no. So, it's it's just again, you know, I've 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 told this to to my brothers. Listen, mm-hmm. God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. Listen, repeat things back to them. You need to at least, if you're not interested, at least faint a little bit of interest. But as you grow older and you mature, you want to learn how to decipher people. Pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. Learn, learn their name and repeat it for the first three times within the first five minutes, and you will earn, you will earn allies on your side. That's all you have to do. And people, like you said, people by our nature, we're very lonely. We're very, um, we're we're embracing the solitude. And when you find somebody that is interested about what I did, what I'm about to do, what my dreams, what my fears are, that I can come to that person and tell them what went wrong in the past and I won't get judged. Nobody, nobody will ever topple you. Nobody will ever topple you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. 100%. All right. We are well over time. Uh, we went through the top 10 concepts from Corey Wayne's How to Be a 3% Man, according to AI. Thanks for joining me again, brother, man. This is this is fun. Uh, I can't remember. Do you, you want people to fa- find you online, like on Instagram, or do you sure, just want people to find sure. you in the 3% brother, brother? You know what? Anywhere. I welcome. I welcome. Now, now with my new celebrity, thanks to you of me trending, I... Whoever, whoever wants to follow me, Mr. Mr. Juicy J on IG, on Instagram, Jacob Lofsner. If you guys need uh, need somebody to talk to, need some pointers, I'm only going to charge you a smile, and I'll listen to you and try to help you to the best of my ability. Sounds good. I will link to your Instagram uh, in the description. I'll tag you in all the promo videos, and then otherwise on Facebook, read How to Be a 3% Man. Join the 3% Brotherhood. The link for that's in the group. And then you can connect with Jacob that way. Uh, all right, man. I Stay tuned. We'll try to work out when we'll do the uh, part two. Other than that, uh, we'll uh, we'll cut over to the, to the outro. Jacob, thanks for coming back on the podcast, man. You know you're welcome back anytime. In fact, I will see you next week for the rest of this list. <laughs> Too bad we couldn't get to all these today. But, uh, man... AI is spot on accurate. If you guys have read this book at all, let drop a drop a comment. Let me know what you think. Like how how accurate do you think AI was with this list? Let us know. Um, but it was fun. Jacob comes back next week. We're gonna finish off this list. It's gonna be another fun episode. So if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications, drop a comment, your favorite emoji doesn't matter, helps us in the algorithm. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. I'm on all the good platforms. Get on the email list, list list.comeonmanpod.com. I will send you some free stickers for your troubles. If you like these designs, they're also available in the merch store as well. You can get t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, backpacks, whatever. Um, That's all available at merch.comeonmanpod.com. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's a mindset course. There's no magic involved, okay? There's no genies granting wishes. Uh, A lot of people are turned off by the concept of law of attraction because they think it's magical thinking. 
It has nothing to do with that. Okay. It's all psychology based. And once you get your mind right, everything else in your life falls into place. You actually take control of your life when you learn these concepts. I'm getting a lot of good reviews on that. So check that out, loa.comeonmanpod.com. And then finally, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. You can join for as little as $10. Uh, you, you not only get all of these Monday's episodes ad-free, uh, you get added to the beer credits at the end of Monday's episodes. And now all Patreon members are going to get to hang out once a month. I'm going to do a, a happy hour hangout. It's going to be over StreamYard, uh, but it's going to be unrecorded and unfiltered. There's no rules. Just come in, speak your mind, anything you want to talk about. Okay. Women, cars, cigars. It doesn't matter. Okay. It's just a chance for like-minded dudes to get together and talk about guy stuff without the interference of women that have to worry about offending people. Okay. Just come in, hang out, speak your mind. Uh, you know, a lot of guys really need this. A lot of guys need a good solid group of male friends and they don't have any. This is your opportunity. Oh, but Paul, it's $10. Just think of it like it's a cover charge to your favorite club. Okay. I'm facilitating it. $10 is the least you can do. Right. Okay. That being said, that's pretty much all I have this week. Um, or this episode rather tune in next week brother jacob returns we're going to finish up this list otherwise tune in wednesday for the live stream and i will catch you guys next time this has been the come on man podcast new full episodes served hot every monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice so subscribe now follow paul on social media the links are in the description now, go out and get it.